Hey everyone, Salem. Welcome to Amalia Works From Home. Selena, Nafisa and I have decided to stream our daily morning meetings where we check in with each other while social distancing, share our reflections and try to keep up the morale during these uncertain times. This episode, we're talking new e-traditions, lockdown Islamophobia and what lockdowns taught us about ourselves. All our love and does. Eid Mubarak, Shilo. Eid Mubarak, babes, you are right? Yes, I'm all right. How have you been, guys? How was Eid? You're looking very slim in the face. I think I've lost a tiny bit of weight. And yeah, you have I, been. I have been told, but it's not shifting from my tummy area like Homer Simpson. And I just Wait, don't know who I am anymore. That's exercise. The tummy weight is exercise. Can you I just say something, guys, yeah? Yeah. You no know, normal life. Yeah. People make out that if you don't run around London in pollution, if you drink three litres of water a day, if you exercise, if you eat well, you should look like an angel. And I just want to say that I've been sold a lie because why hasn't my skin improved? Why do I look more tired than ever? You know, I'm just not the goals that I thought lockdown would give me, to be honest. I haven't worn makeup in six months. Sarah! I hardly wear any makeup. Why, Why don't I have I fantastic Estee Lauder skin? Absolutely. Look at these bags. Look. They've come to do show and tell. Hi, wow. Aisha. Oh my God, that's the most beautiful. Wow. It's the Antonis move. Show and tell for ages. <laughs> What's that, Issa? Is it a rocket? Did you do that? Oh, I love the colours you've used. Those were the two activities that were meant to see them through. Because, like, firstly, people, like, spend a bit on the plants that they just kill anyway. Mm. So what I would suggest is going to people like Selena, if you have the privilege of knowing her, and getting cuttings and stuff and creating your own plants from someone else's plants. No spend, no coins dropped. And then also um, stuff like pots can start getting really expensive. Mm. And, you know, it's a myth. Not every plant actually needs a pot that is actually definitely a social construct um so i use like bowls plates but if you have plants and your aesthetic is the bowl or the vase or the whatever i get it but if you are trying to plant care on a budget then do not feel pressured to have a pretty pot for every single plant that you have i actually quite like plastic containers sometimes yeah. and um also one more show and tell um i also was very tempted and still am tempted to be very honest with myself and my consumer habits to buy a brass gold spritzer for like 22 pounds you buy um, it I didn't because I instead my lavender aromatherapy bottle and repurposed it into a spritzer. And I must say, the spritz is great on it. It is 
I don't think you can see it. I like it. I've actually got a, da- a poor post in the dashboard that I'm waiting to publish that talks about getting cuttings from your neighbour. Part like if you see like a lavender bush in a neighbour's garden, get cuttings of. Oh, true. It's fine to rosemary cuttings grow very well. My herb, my rosemary plant died. Yeah, mm. pretty much all of my. The only thing that survived is the basil, which shocks me because basil that's what they say. The basil's done really but no, well. Basil somehow it does quite well. All of the rest of the It's the one the one herb I don't want and it's like, oh yeah. you're still here. I'm not really a basil user. I wasn't a basil user and then my friend made guacamole and she put some basil in it. Oh my god guys, can I just tell you I'm about to bring you in. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'd be like if she gave me basil guacamole, I'd be like, oh sorry yeah. babes, I'm actually allergic. <laughs> Everyone needs to eat avocados because they're healthy for you. But I don't like eating avocados, sliced, like all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, this is the most banging. Do you, want me to you, do you want me to take you back to our first ever underrated, overrated, where we talked about avocado farming and how it's got a massive cartel and it's how it's really yeah, bad for communities. I'm at the stage in my life where I'm not taking on the toil and that. I noticed, I noticed this. The, consumer of the capitalist <laughs> I don't even know um, leeches yeah and us here as women of colour are expected to be doing the most to offset what the capitalist leeches are doing and this big worldwide industry and framework right not saying I'm not trying to do my bit but I will have a, I've had enough I've had enough of being shamed and enough of feeling like our small small and yes it is small small consumer behavior and consumer habits are the reason for the end of the world i will not have it anymore you know when i I felt that sentiment when when i started seeing those images of those um containers filled with plastic that was being shipped from here to was it indonesia Malaysia. Malaysia. It was Malaysia. And I was like, oh, so we res- why are we recycling if it's all getting do you know what I mean? I was like, so we're doing our small, small bit. I don't and I don't get it. What what exactly is being shipped and why and where to? Our rubbish gets shipped to places like deal with it. But and and just to be clear, I'm not saying don't try, I'm not saying don't make efforts, right? I love rewards intention that's and effort, it. right? Like ultimately that's what we do. But I, I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just quite frustrated. But anyway, how was your eats? Who wants to go first? Well, I went to the Jurassic Coast. What? The Jurassic Coast? That's the Jurassic Coast. It's um, West Country, Dorset. Um, it's actually called Jurassic Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why? why but i think it's probably because it's millions and millions of years old and like uh, how interesting it's really lovely down there it was super packed like it was oh, we went on naid and it was 33 degrees here in london and i drove into a cloud in dorset it was so foggy and like a bit windy like uh, i was like this is an l because it's never it's not even been 33 degrees the whole of july yeah first time we get a bit of july and we drove into winter. And the next oh. day, yeah, but it was so beautiful. Around the winter, right? 
But then you eventually drove out of winter, right? Um, the next day it cleared up and it was quite hot. Have you guys ever been to Lulworth Cove in Durdle Door? No, I've always seen pictures it's of so it. It's so beautiful. And you know what? I was about to say I have been, but then I realised I've just seen a lot of pictures of it. Yeah, it's really like, because it's obviously like that, like landmark in England or whatever. I've been to it when I, when I was really young. Um, you said Aww. it was like creepy, like B&B. Um, aren't all B&Bs, number one, aren't be, all B&Bs creepy? And was, number two, I, I've stayed in some quaint little B&Bs. This one was awful. It had a country club. I like As it was like I can't even like this is gonna sound so peak but it was like a scene from Get Out because there were just like pictures of like all these people <laughs> of all the country club owners like one wall for women and one wall for men I got so excited I saw a Muslim I was like there's a Muslim here and then there was one and then there was two and then there was three and they'd all come to Lulworth Cove for the same idea for Eid and yeah. I was like this is wicked <laughs> Lulworth Cove is known as a motive now, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so beautiful, guys. It's so quaint. It's got like a babbling brook and sunflowers everywhere and like clear water. It's gorgeous. Did you write a poem just from when you said babbling brook? <laughs> I was going to say, I felt very grateful for Eve just because I guess like the year has seen so much loss and like seeing family hasn't been a norm and all those things. <laughs> so I feel like just to have like an abundance of food and desserts and stuff like that and just to see family as a norm was like wow like these things are normal to our normal lives mm. you know to have that as a blessing you know there's still like even people up north like they had that stupid oh from midnight you can't go into each other's household they announced it on twitter they so announced it on twitter at 9 p.m and said it comes into effect at midnight is That's that not Islamophobia or what please Hunger Games from now on. I did call it. That's and it. Shaf, who lives in Manchester, he was like, I have so many stories of people's eats who were just ruined because of the That's rules. You know, you know what? I, I, this is, everyone always says, don't make it political. This isn't about race. Oh, this no. isn't about being a minority. Do you know what it is? Mm. It is because a couple of weeks before that, um, there was, you know, tremendous scenes. That's what the news would say. There were tremendous scenes of beachgoers, you know, <clears throat> like blocking up the beaches, parking in areas they shouldn't. I can't remember where the specific area was. It's Bournemouth. There was no lockdown announced there. When you heard the council talking about how are you going to manage this, I was like, we will be communicating to people that they need to have a fair distance, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> this is 100. What's the word, guys? Um, Vic Villainize. Villainizing, whatever it is. And even like today, I saw a um, newspaper report, and this was actually BBC News. I don't know why I said that like I'm surprised. But, um, and this was the, the difference in the <clears throat> two. Um, so, one, and this was by, is it what now? You want some water? <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and one, of their articles sorry i haven't spoken on the podcast for a while guys <laughs> hello everybody i'm back I haven't been on uh, public platforms for a while and um bbc news england lancashire 19th july 2020 said blackburn mosque faces police investigation over 250 at funeral right and then the other one other article that was published on the 21st of july was Jack Charlton funeral, thousands, 
line Ashington streets tell me tell me you can you can see what what's up there they're constantly gaslighting us and you know obviously it's it's up to me how I react and all of that language but of course that makes me angry and it gets to the point where you you I get like some people who are just not switched on with media or politics they don't know what's happening and I get why because mm-hmm. if you engage it really does <clears throat> f with your mood you know what I mean it does f with oh, your mood a small break everybody how was it Sheila it was all right. Did I regroup with myself? Yes. Yeah, kind of, kind of. I think what lockdown has done to a lot of us is, I think we think it. Oh, lockdown has caused, but the reality is, a lot of those challenges, a lot of those issues, relationship problems, mental health mm-hmm. challenges, they were already there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's so funny. I was speaking to um, I was speaking to my friend, and he was basically saying is that he was so busy like post lockdown like busy here busy there that by the time he came home he didn't have time pre-lockdown he didn't have energy or time to deal with actually what was going on i said it's so funny we wanted to be busy so we couldn't actually address the real trauma the real not everyone's got trauma some people it might be a really small thing like around habits or whatever it is i also want to it's not always just about oh some people have been you know delving into like deep trauma and it's being unleashed now i don't think it's even sometimes that deep i think for some people that's actually quite surface level it's actually revealed oh you spend too much money eating out yeah. do you know what i mean like uh, don't look after your yourself because you're having to you're not having to present yourself to the world but you're not thinking about presenting yourself to you in your own home and things like that <clears throat> yeah exactly so alhamdulillah i think there's Obviously, there's Baraka in, in the time, and I'm sure, you know, we it's been diff- difficult for a lot of people with losing family members and being away from, you know, loved ones, um, which is which has been really hard. But I think one thing I like I've definitely been reminded of is, and this was like one of the first lessons I learned when I started practicing was rely on the creator, not the creation. And we all have different attachments. Some of us, we, we love money. Some of us love um, to have a really healthy lifestyle. Like we, we don't realize that we all have different attachments. Some people, it's places, people, or things. For me, I know it's people. Like I have huge attachments around people. Like I love people, isn't it? I love human beings. I love you. I'm that weirdo that met Dina Tokyo in our local park, and then, you know, the first, the second day, I was offering her childcare. <clears throat> she doesn't know who I am, but that's just my nature. Um, and it just made me realize, like, Allah distanced all of those things from me. Like, essentially, you know, you, I couldn't just freely go out and meet my mates. I couldn't just freely go out and meet my family and all of that stuff. And brought to the forefront what was actually important, even though it's been quite wobbly to see that. Um, you know, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. <clears throat> I get emotional thinking about that. <clears throat> what about that, like, how much everybody's, like, even the surface level stuff, just how, how impactful this like little incubation period has been for everybody. It's wow. so life changing. Like, I, I just don't think I could meet somebody that, that would tell me anything different. Like, even, even if it is just surface level. I just can't wait to like fast forward into words and, and understand how we're talking about this period then, you know, because yeah. right now we're in it. But yeah, I'm like, yeah. and I understand that it's significant, but I don't think I've understood how significant it is. Like, oh, I, don't, I think like in five years and stuff, we'll 
say like I, I could imagine like oh I've, I did this since lockdown oh why did you do it in lockdown oh because this happened and that happened I mean like my grandkids will be like if I have grandkids will be like oh granny what did you do when there was a pandemic where oh, were you who oh, you with the next page you know how people say oh when I have kids inshallah she lives on when I have grandkids inshallah <laughs> Uh, not my children to get married or anything it will be there you know not that you have to be married anyway i i actually feel in lockdown i created more outlets for myself Mm. and maybe that's what it was in pre-lockdown i you had naturally have outlets like i loved walking between meetings i liked reading on the train i i did things without recognizing them as acts i guess Mm. and then I guess for me lockdown was that how do I carve out pieces of time to do stuff I would say before lockdown you were you perhaps didn't have that much time at home but when Mm. you were at home you had like a loose routine or loose like things that you would do at home do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um yeah and I think you just enjoyed that time isn't it Maybe it solidified those things that you really love to do versus. I mean, I really never about. thought I was a homebody, a home person, but now I'm quite thankful. Yes. Allow, what I think it's for me. I love being a homebody, and pre lockdown, I wasn't getting to be a homebody because I was yeah. faffing about all over mm-hmm. London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like homebody, but you know, alhamdulillah, I am now. I love it. I love it. We spoke about it on the last podcast. <laughs> Guys, I have to say though, do do you think that you'll kind of do you think you'll change that feeling when winter comes? Because I honestly think oh, winter. I'd love being a homebody. <laughs> no, cold outside. Do you know what my Eid gift was to all the Eid revelers at our house? Eid revelers, you know. Um, I went I this was like this is something that I've wanted to do for years but I've never really had that proper time and if I did it would have been like this big the Eid gift I wanted to go foraging for like over two hours so I went to my local park I picked blackberries for two hours Aww. my kids sat on a mat and did cartwheels I was like come and pick blackberries for the Eid gifts and they just didn't care less they're like you always do this which I do and then me like standing on walls trying to t- like you know steal plums and stuff not that your eat gifts are stolen but no one was taking those plums um yeah and i i picked and foraged for a good two hours and then brought all that fruit home and made like about seven big they're quite substantial jars isn't it now like a proper big jar did you make of, jam i made jam so oh wow that's such a lovely gift but the thing is, it's something that I've wanted to do for years, but I've just, I never found this. Like, who's got two hours pre-lockdown to go foraging? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, um, I'm better spent for yeah. sure. And it was so underrated. Like, I was like, rah, how could, how did I not have time to just go and pick some berries and make jam? SubhanAllah. So, and I gave that as the Eid gift to everyone that came, basically. And mm-hmm. it was really yummy. It was really nice. I learned how to really make jam. I make, I make jam anyway in chutneys. But it's always enough to last like for the day mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. a meal. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm really glad that I achieved something like that. Um, yeah. 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 Even yeah. like I made a little Eid video, Sarah, yeah, of like lovely. Our, our Eid. And even that for for time, I have wanted to get more into video because I feel like I'm like... I wish you would love the backing track. <laughs> oh, I would love to see... Like, creative because I feel like 
for me, like I love visuals and video is the next thing to push through to like have a creative outlet of how to put visuals together. And honestly, every Eid, I'm like, um, I want to make a video. I want to make a video. I want to make a video. And then this Eid, I literally was like, I'm just going to do it. Right, guys. Oh, wait, guys, let me show you my jam. Can you see it? Oh, it looks so nice. Um, that was so fake because I'm saying it looks so nice like I don't have one in my fridge. Did you label it? Let me see. We eat every day. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Amalia Works From Home. If you enjoy our episodes and want to support our production, head on over to amalia.com support. Like, share, subscribe and we'll see you on the next one.